I'm, I'm very excited, honestly. Um, I know this may be shocking to uh, people who are, you know, cinephiles and stuff. I heard about Nightmare Alley, I, I'm going to say probably about 20 years ago. And there were times I had a chance to watch it, like a poor cut on DVD. And it, it showed on TCM a couple times. But where I live, we don't get TCM HD. So I have yeah. avoided watching that movie until I got the Criterion Blu-ray. I was so happy when I finally saw it. And immediately, like, then I just started to hear the buzz about, you know, the remake and everything like that. And the trailer's amazing. But honestly, I was just happy to finally see the film. So when did, so you just watched it for the first time this year? That's. I uh, did. Yeah. yeah just okay. about yeah. Uh, a month ago. When, probably when came out that yeah. long ago. Okay. Yeah. And what'd you think? Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I kind of, at that point, I sort of knew everything that was going to happen. <laughs> right, like, right. I, I read enough about it where I was not surprised by any, mm-hmm. you know, any of the plot elements or anything like that, but it's a stunning film. Yeah. When you said 20 years ago, I, at first I thought you had heard about the GDT version like, what 20 the years hell? ago. But like, like <laughs> man, Doug, you got yeah, some he's connections. Just, he's hanging out in. In his, yeah, I was hanging out in his house of horrors, and he and I were talking <laughs> about it. And I was like, <laughs> you know what you pre- should do, GDT? <laughs> right here. Yeah. It was at a, a Devil's... Um, what was that, that film? Devil's... Uh, Backbone? Was, was backbone. A, backbone. It was a Devil's Backbone festival screening. Yeah, no, um, I, was, yeah I was hanging out on set. <laughs> Well, the trailer, like, um, the trailer looked like I saw a lot from the film in the trailer, and yeah. I thought this was like a re-adaptation of the book. But I saw I, there was a ton of the film, uh, including the um, the lightning scene with mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I think Rooney Mara plays that role. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna. The be... whole look of it is just, you know, when you see a when you see a uh, film set in that era, it's it, it looks mm-hmm. phony. And um, mm-hmm. it it looks like like the spirit of Halloween of of uh, or spirit Halloweenization of of uh, yeah. that time, and um, but everything looked spot on, like it could have been mm-hmm. made in the forties, um, mm-hmm. even down to Defoe's little pencil thin mustache, which is so good. Yeah, um, I have a feeling I know, know which character Defoe's mm-hmm. playing, and it's and gonna. I can't wait. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> and when they kept, you know, I've said before, I'm I'm friendly with Kim Morgan, who who co-wrote this with GDT, and when she first said she was doing this, I was like, okay, this is great because I know that they'll they'll treat it right. And then when mm-hmm. they started listing off all the, the cast members, it was like, just, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And then finally the <laughs> one that made me just explode was David straight like that one yeah. was, I was like, you know, I will pay any amount of money. I will do anything to see this film. Just please. <laughs> oh, so who's, who's he play? Uh, oh God. God. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's going to be great. Though. Yeah. I kind of don't, I'm not one of those people that are allergic to trailers or afraid of trailers or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just don't happen to really see them, stumble upon them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not the one seeking Same. this stuff out. So I think I'm going to call it quits with that. I'm going to wait until it comes out. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how many other trailers they may cut together, but I might just stop while I'm ahead. Yeah. And I mean, even the f- the font that they use the, mm-hmm. in the title font, I was like, oh my God, give it to me. <laughs> so I just hope it's going to be 
it will be great. I'm not going to say. I'm yeah. gonna, mm-hmm. I hope it's going to be what's great. Fu- what's funny is some people were, were mad about it when they when it was first announced. Like, oh, oh you should not remake these classics. And yeah, now everybody is like, I know. And and people were mad about scenes from a marriage too until um, until Isaac kissed Jessica Chastain. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. That went <laughs> that slow that went viral. I know. Yeah. My friend yeah. Christine right. Newland shared that on Twitter, and it went viral. And oh, yeah. that, oh, that was all right. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, she, she got, whoo! What a clip! Uh, it was yeah, steamy. No, Very steamy. I, I have some questions, but uh, they're not going to be answered. Uh, longtime friends, they say. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, not? Isaac's wife was standing like you know right off camera watching that unfold. So. Okay, but well, it's she still... could be into it. Who knows? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. I, you know, Hollywood. I mean, they're actors. They're good at what they do, and mm-hmm. but that God, that's that uh, really yeah. so, that really did something to me. Let me just say, I love Oscar yeah. Isaac. Yeah, my wife is a, a big fan too. In the same, probably in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, they did um, watch one episode, or the, I think one episode has come out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what's funny is is my wa- wife will watch anything with Oscar Isaac, but she doesn't want want to see that because she, you know, li- likes marriage and stuff. I was like, no, it's not quite like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Or she said she'd fall asleep because it, you know it's a Berkman. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I hear it's good. So I don't know if I'll be able more... to watch it. I think I'll get too freaked out. Yeah, it's probably not. It, I mean, have you seen the original? No. Jill? No. Remember, I'm I'm a Bergman virgin. Oh. That's right. Oh. A, a birch, a birchin. Yeah, <laughs> a birch, to, I'm a totally. Yeah. And no one come after me for that. You know, I'll no, come around no. to it on my own time. But yeah, I'm. I I have not seen a single Bergman ever. Oh. And I think we have an opportunity to um, remedy that sometimes. So um, yeah, it's an opportunity, Jill. Yeah. Do you have the box? Is it just? No, Is it just sitting on a shelf. I oh, you don't, don't have okay. it. Right. I have hmm. I have a seventh seal. Okay, okay, but yeah. that's but that's I mean, it. That box set, I understand that could be intimidating. Honestly, like if I just had that sitting there, <laughs> I don't know where I would start with anything like that. That might yeah. be a, a turnoff for me, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, yeah. and when I say I've never seen, I mean I've seen. You know, in a film class in college where, mm-hmm. you know, like an isolated mm-hmm. scene out of something, you know, but I've, sure. I've not seen from start to And it's not because I have any aversion to it. Yeah. I just it's one of those things that I just never I just never checked it out. And there's also kind it, of a, you know, film people can be real, you know, obnoxious. And so, well, no, wait, no way. Hold on, yeah. I've never which, which film heard people? that or seen evidence of that ever. Do, do they sometimes complain too? <laughs> so you know, it's one of those things where I'm kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll get around to it. And it's really okay. tough because he's such a prolific director and and, mm-hmm. and sort of did all sorts of I don't even want to say genres, but it's each person's going to have their own entry point or area of his filmography that they like. So if you were to start with something like seventh seal and you don't like it, there's so much other stuff to dive into. Right. It's yeah. yeah. I would actually recommend not seventh seal. uh, I mean, I think autumn Sonata will be the first one I do. No, no, no. You don't think? (laughs) No. I love Ingrid though. She's great, but it's it's too serial. Um, okay. It's very very serious. Uh, yeah, I, I have I have some ideas. I'll, we'll we'll take. Hi, Doug. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doug, we're 
actually, Doug, why don't you just share, oh, first, hi, welcome sure. back to the show. It's been oh, a few. thank you. I'm, hey. so, I'm so happy. I really tried to think of when I was here last, and I honestly cannot remember. And I'm, this isn't me blaming you, Aaron, or something. This is just <laughs> my own stupid brain not remembering. I think it was when, I think it was on with Dice K and you. Oh, wow. It was a long yeah, time okay. ago. I think it was another, strangely enough, I think it was another December announcement um, oh. <laughs> show so it could have been a couple of years Sorry. back but i do have to say i'm very excited to be here so early on uh in jill's tenure on the show yeah I'm just, oh, yeah you know, yeah very yeah excited. this is what uh the fifth episode we've done together maybe, jill maybe? i mean i mean as as co-host i don't know uh, I'm not yeah maybe i think so all right well if you well, guys can't remember how many shows it's been i don't feel bad that i can't remember last time <laughs> i was on here <laughs> well what's funny and you probably don't know this jill is Doug was one of the first uh, guests on our podcast, and like maybe in the first ten. Oh, um, I think so. Twelve Angry Men, that, right? That's so cute. In yeah. yeah. Criterion Close Up, and I what's love funny it. is, I mean, and Doug, of course, you know, you have. Do you want to share something about your podcasts before? Oh, I... Um, I mean, I, I host uh, two podcasts. Um, one is Good Times, Great Movies, where my co-host and I kind of uh, drag '80s movies through the mud. And uh, I've been doing that for oh since you started, Aaron. I'm sure you yeah. were leading into that. Like, you know, se- seven years or so. Yeah, yeah. I think we started in May of uh, 2015. So wow. yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. And more recently, within the past couple of years, uh, my wife and I do a Shit's Creek mm-hmm. podcast where we're mm-hmm. going through. And again. Jill, so happy I'm on here. You named the podcast. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Uh, okay, you gave me the name. I just went on and said, what is a clever, punny name for a Shit's Creek podcast? And you, suge- I think you suggested maybe 45 titles. I, I, one I, of them I'm fairly was, certain I gave you a lot to choose right, from. Yes. But one of them was Shits and Giggles. Shits and, and uh, Giggles. That's yeah. great. We've That's been doing great. that. It, it may sound like uh, I'm forcing my wife. There may be some... Truth to that, I'm not sure. <laughs> I just don't think she, she. I don't think she understands that people would like to hear what she has to say. Like oh. it's a, it's a really tough thing for me to try and convince her of that. And I still don't think after two years that I have convinced her of that. Um, she's just not as you know out there as well, maybe I am. Tell her, tell her from from me to her. That she has a lot to say yes. and she Sorry. brings a lot. It's very, very interesting. Well, that's okay. Great. So, so back to my, my my Doug story. Yeah. So Doug was one of the first people, and I we didn't know each other. I think no. I think I got a mes- message out of the blue from you. Um, I, I don't know if it was a Facebook group or or where, but you just said, "Hey, I like your show. Could I be on?" Um, but I got to warn you, I have a nasally voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you remember that? I do not remember that. <laughs> you do. Um, I, I, I could probably go dig it up somewhere. I don't forget. I don't remember exactly. It was been a while, but that, that's what you said. You're like, hey, I might suck, but Aww, it's can, so can we give it a try? And now, <laughs> so six it. years later, you've got. Uh, it sounds like shits and giggles is doing well, and, um, and yeah. good times, great, uh, good, great times, good movies. Good, I always forget. Good, it's fine. It's good times, great <laughs> movies. It doesn't matter. You, if anybody <laughs> wants to find the show, you put those words in any sort of order in a search engine. Ours is the only <laughs> show that comes up. <laughs> well, and I, I've yet to, you know, in six years, I've yet to actually get that title right. That's a, you're to... not the only person. <laughs> Glad to have you back, buddy. No, thank you. No, thank you for having me. I, I always enjoy coming on. And um, I don't want to say talking about something maybe a little more 
uh, serious than what I normally do. I know that we do have some fun here, but it's a nice outlet. I don't really get to talk mm -hmm. about Criterion um, or higher brow films let's say we're um, highbrow on this show <laughs> i yeah. understand that this is highbrow my Thank god listener, i get it man i have you know wow but highbrow and jill blake do not usually go together so <laughs> well we, we you, you wanted to watch autumn sonata so that is very high highbrow <laughs> but we, we yeah we, we have a balance we have fun with it and yeah. i thought even even with like imogen which uh you know we, we had a serious film discussion you know, we had fun. She mm -hmm. had fun. So. Yeah. No, that was great. Yeah, we, we loved it. We have another really good show in the can, too. Yeah, we do. Um, uh, we're uh, recording a... it right now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, we've, we've already recorded 133, and it's, it's uh, fire. So, um, anyway. you know, the, the main thing we're talking about today is this um, new movie by America's dad, Tom Hanks, and it's called... <laughs> <laughs> Was it Filch? What is it? I was could it? not believe it. When I saw that Fetch. picture, I was like, this looks fake. <laughs> it really looks what like... What was the movie? Fetch? It was Finch? Finch? A a is it like the Atticus Finch <laughs> um, <laughs> sci-fi movie? No, what was it? I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't pay attention Farley. to the title. It's something with an F. It's going to be on Apple Plus. Yeah. It looks fantastic. And I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just every, everything about it looks great. Okay, it's called it is called Finch. Yeah, it Finch. might be Atticus. It might be some sort of post post apocalyptic, you know, uh I can't even think of the book. Why can't I think of the M book? To kill a mockingbird. <laughs> right. they, it's like we're really killing the mockingbird this yeah, time. <laughs> right. That's uh, really bad. I'm sitting yeah. here going, hummingbird something. I no. and I apologize if anyone affiliated with this this awesome film is listening to this podcast right now. We can't wait. Listen, it's I I haven't seen it at all. I mean, if somebody affiliated with the creation of that promo is listening, maybe you need to go back and mess around with it a little bit. Yeah, because it's weird. So it's real it's weird. An, an Apple original. Uh, so yeah, just there's a dog. There's some of Tom Hanks. I don't know where the rest of them is. And there's a big robot with like a red head um like sure. not a red red head yeah, not, not like no like yeah. yeah like a bowling pin that's painted red yeah um yeah it could be could be fantastic Who sure knows? i've never been so happy to not have apple plus <laughs> <laughs> oh apple plus ted lasso dude you're missing out. i know ted no I've, I've heard that that's really great <laughs> yeah anyways All right. mm. well should we talk criterions we probably should yeah yeah, yeah we, that 13 minute prediction is <laughs> I think we've already passed it. We'll just we'll so, just edit this where it's just <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> cobble it Finch, together for thirteen Finch minutes. At, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so we we have uh, December twenty twenty one announcements from Criterion. Uh, there's been a, there's been a lot of complaining. Um, the thing is, I, I wonder where does that come from? Doesn't everybody know that like December's a light month? I think mm. we even said it. Yeah. Last time, yeah. So. Only three titles, and that's cool. I'm I'm good with that. Um, it's funny, Aaron. Every um, every December announcement time, because of your show, I constantly think about Jellyfish Eyes and how <laughs> angry you were about that. <laughs> so every December, I'm like, angry. why are you guys upset? It's not Jellyfish Eyes two or anything like that. Like, <laughs> it's a light month, and you just be okay with having a light month. And as someone said, in uh, who knows what. Forum this was in, um, 
you know, with all these stuff coming out and people trying to keep up with physical media, it's kind of nice to have a light month from some of these companies. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it could be jellyfish eyes too. <laughs> no, I wasn't angry. Like, no, but, I know. Okay, I just... you, you can remake Nightmare Alley. You can remake scenes from a marriage. If you remake jellyfish eyes, I'm going to be throwing stuff around my right. room. Yes. No. It just it just became a running joke on your show for a while, and yeah. I I always adore that. Have you seen it, Jill? Mm, no. Okay. Don't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We we have uh we have all sorts of running jokes. Um, Jill, we have our. Uh, Adam Sandler tampons. Yeah, um, right. Uh, and Doug, did you get the? And since Jill worked at Filmstruck, did you get the trial? <laughs> he refused to get the trial for Filmstruck, so you should be personally offended. I, I did not refuse. I was waiting, and I waited basically until Filmstruck was until, no more. Until you were waiting. I, honestly, it, I think it, I got it's your the fault. trial. <laughs> I, Wait a minute. I guarantee you I got the trial and within a week it was announced. That oh my it was God. Done. So you like, killed Filmstruck. Yes. You yes. heard it here, folks. This is all mm -hmm. Doug's fault. And, and then. So I that's, felt... a, that's another inside joke is blame right. Doug. That was yeah. like from oh, first God. episode. Hashtag blame Doug. So I, I forget what I was being blamed for then, but now I'm blamed I... for the, you know, the end of Filmstruck. Mm. But I was so upset by my own stupid behavior this is so dumb that <laughs> i had to become a criterion channel charter member too like i even have that little i'm gonna call <laughs> it a little, luggage tag yeah yeah luggage, thing. luggage tag right. yeah yeah i yeah. have one too um it's it's just sitting around i'm I, what's what's the function of that anyway all right so december announcements <laughs> so we had three um and uh the first is uh, the, on, on December 7th, One Night in Miami, we knew this was coming because um, mm -hmm. it was leaked by Amazon, or, and uh, directed by Regina King, who is um, fantastic, Thr thrilled for mm -hmm. her. So have you all seen this? I have not yet. Yes, I have. Oh, my God. I, I Yeah, I, I have. Um, <laughs> not, to, not to spoil anything, Aaron, this is the first time, I think, in the history of Criterion's announcements where I've seen 100% of the movies we're going to talk about. Nice, nice. Well, you're the perfect yeah. guest. Sure. Yeah, I, I watched it. Um, I don't remember when. It wasn't all that long ago. Um, I enjoyed it. And honestly, I uh, I guess this is how little I pay attention. I didn't know it was coming. Like I, I was. This was not spoiled for me. I was surprised. Do you listen to our show, Doug? No, I don't. <laughs> I skip I skip through, I ride that skip button, and if you're not talking about jellyfish eyes, I just move on. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, where's the hangout button? Um, I, I, I've listen, seen I can't retain all this information. We've talked <laughs> I, about so I'm much kidding. great stuff already. Who's filing all this away? <laughs> I'm messing with you, Doug. I'm, um, yeah, actually, I, I do have a file. Sorry I'm cackling like an old witch. Like... <laughs> I told y'all I was in a in a funky fun mood today. <laughs> well, uh, this is a different tone movie. Um, it's so I, I've seen it too, and I thought it was okay, but I didn't love it. Yeah. And uh, and because it, it's it's very biopicy of mm -hmm. so I mean the premise is incredible. Just the idea of Ali, um, you know, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, legends, all four of them being in the same room together. And and I'm, I don't know if it really happened either. I, I don't don't think anybody does just they they were right, geographically yeah. in the same area that one night but whether they are you know whether these tra events transpired is kind of um a mystery but or made up but i, I thought it was a little biopicy um 
Yeah, I'm there. I'm there with you. Um, this isn't going to be one that I'm. You know, it's not a day one pickup for me. This may be more of a sale pickup. Um, and just the fact that I already saw it, I don't think it's it's anything I'm going to grab immediately. I did enjoy it, but I don't think it's anything that I'm too you know excited to revisit anytime soon. I can wait. Yeah, I, I I could wait too, but I'm actually more excited about King and mm-hmm. getting her in the collection, and I'm I'm willing to give it another chance. Uh, sure. And the one thing is, if you look at the the um, supplements, there's just so much Regina King mm-hmm. that yeah. basically I, I want I want to watch the movie again just to to have it fresh in my mind for when I watch the, all these discussions. Um, and no, I, think, I can frankly, yeah, I can get that. Sure, the story of the four men and where you know where this film came from. Is, you know, it's probably maybe even more interesting than the movie. So I love Regina so much, and and uh, where when was the first time that you guys saw her in something? Do you remember? Oh, oh uh, no. I'm okay. gonna say that you probably do, though. You probably have a very well, distinct no, memory, I just, right? Just no, I mean, you, you know, us. there's the obvious, like Jerry Maguire, but like, um, Boon, uh, you know, did you guys watch Spoondocks? I didn't. No, <gasps> never seen it. Uh, I, I'm just. I, I did no, I pull didn't up either. her. She was in Boys in the Hood, Poetic mm-hmm. Justice, Higher Learning, Friday. So Jerry Maguire. Uh, oh, how, how Stella got her groove back. I think that was like when she was yeah. a, a big player. Um, or, yeah. So I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I can't, oh my god. I can't. I thought you guys would have seen Boondocks. Okay. It's great. Great show. Daddy Daycare is where that was where I first ah! saw her. <laughs> Anyways, I'm really happy for her. I think she's fantastic and so talented and finally getting her her due. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think I think you're right. It is really funny. I'm looking at her um filmography right now and just those early ones, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Friday. Like I saw all of those movies multiple times when I was younger. So, I always knew who she was, maybe not even by name, mm-hmm. but I could recognize her when she popped up in other things. So you're right, Joe. It really is nice to see her getting her due and the credit that she probably deserved quite a while back. Yeah. And on the on the Boondocks show, I mean, that was, um, you know, pulled from Erin um, Magruder had a, a comic strip. And mm-hmm. when this came out, I think it was 2004, 2005. I mean, and it aired on... Um, uh, Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, and mm-hmm. it was just nothing like it had oh. been out, and so ahead of its time, and super controversial uh, because of what they were talking about. And um, I know Magruder like had, I mean, constantly fighting for stuff. But anyways, mm-hmm. Regina voices the two um, kids on it um uh huey and uh what's the other one's name huey and riley Riley. yeah and she just does i mean she's just so incredible on that show Mm. and i I, and i wouldn't doubt that that probably had a big uh role in her how she's how her career has moved forward um because she got so much attention for that performance Wow, so. well, I'll have to check it out. I'm, it's great. I, I guess um, that's probably on HBO Max, right? Because uh, they have. All, I, I, I will find out. I'm not quite sure but, about that. 
She was so amazing in um, Watchmen, though. Have you all seen that? No. No, I haven't yet, but I know my husband has, and he really liked it. She was amazing in that, and she was amazing in Beale Street. So she's just been like, um, and I think she won the Oscar for Beale Street, didn't she? Yeah. If Bill Street could talk. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's been rocking it lately. Yeah, um, no, it's it's great because she could have just been a character actor and that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's wonderful character actors and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's it's really nice to see that, you know, she's getting the credit, but have, has also had quite a long and accomplished career. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and she's 50 years old. And frankly, mm-hmm. Hollywood has not been kind to character no. actors no, at a certain no. age, female right. character yeah. actors. Um, and she's getting a shot at directing. I'm not getting a shot. She's directed a few yeah. things, but um, right. but now she's in the Criterion Collection for directing. So it's fantastic. That's awesome. yeah. Yeah, yeah, very great. And uh, there's also a Barry Jenkins conversation on the disc that looks really cool. Um, yeah, just a whole whole bunch. The one thing I like about these uh, Netflix, you know, because you can just click Netflix and watch the film. Sure. But they're really doing uh, a good job with the supplements on all these, yeah. making it worth mm-hmm. your while. So yeah. All right, well, then on December 14th, we have two titles, um, and this one I'm super excited for is The Learning Tree. Um, I haven't seen it, and so I'm so glad that you have, Doug. Um, I just want to say I was in New York a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they had a Gordon Parks exhibit there. It was a whole room in, at MoMA, I'm sorry, in New York. <laughs> should have been more specific, MoMA, Museum yeah. of Modern Art. They had a whole room dedicated to all his work, so his like photography, and they had... Um, one of the walls had uh, had Shaft playing on on oh, the wow. screen. Oh wow! Okay, oh, such great. a so I, I and I I didn't know he made this. So Doug, what's it like? Um, okay, well you're going to be disappointed. I saw it a long time ago. Uh, we <laughs> oh. actually it was um, I get it was probably high school. Um, we read the book and then watched the film. Uh, so again, it, it has been a very, very long time, not to give away my age, but it's been a very long time <laughs> since I've seen it uh, and read the book. Um, I enjoy, I mean, I remember really, really enjoying it uh, and enjoying the the film adaptation. Um, so this is one I am so excited to revisit. Uh, but again, it's probably almost going to be like I've seen it, seeing it for the first time. <laughs> so sorry, I don't really have much else to bring to the table there. You always disappoint, Doug. Always, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, um, well, it, it does look like more a serious film. Is yes. that fair to say? Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, from what I remember, um, sort of, I don't want to say heavy on race relations, but uh, mm-hmm. coming of age stories, all of that sort of intertwined. Um, and again, like it's, I'm so foggy with it. I apologize. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. What, what do you think, Jill? I haven't seen it, but you know, love Gordon Parks, so I'm I'm in. Yeah, it's it's also uh, pretty stacked. Oh, and by the way, you know mm-hmm. what we said during Imogen's show, we meant. The people complaining about Criterion being woke, I can't oh, I can get two words two words for them, um, so, and you, you can guess what those are. Mm. But um, I think I saw forty percent of somebody's. I don't know if this was an accurate stat, but forty uh, percent of um, Criterion's twenty twenty one lineup it was white men directors, which when you think about classic Hollywood, that's actually a pretty low number. So I think mm-hmm. yeah. But there's still a lot of white directors, so but they're holding to their promise to to uh, diversify 
the collection. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. and I think a big part of that is them hiring Ashley Clark. Um, yep. And yeah, so she's the best. definitely I've been, I've been really um, pleased with what they've done so far. And they're doing good stuff. I mean, Gordon Parks is an artist. Marlon Riggs is a, you know, a gem. And so it's not like, it's not like this is tokenism. Uh, We're just going to find some random black director. I mean, this is meaningful um, uh, and fulfilling works. And they're doing more on the channel too. I mean, um, they've really Mm. done a great job uh, on there. And, And yeah, they can't bring all of that to the physical collection, but uh, you know, I think that's what they're doing on the channel is maybe just as important. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of eyes are going to see that. And so mm-hmm. um, I've been really, really happy with the programming that they've, you know, I, you know, I was salty mm-hmm. about the channel um, because, you know, at the beginning, not mm-hmm. against Criterion, but just upset because, you know, for a lot of reasons, but um yeah. But I'm. It made sense. But I'm, you know, I'm really, really uh, thrilled with what they've done there in in curating and programming. A lot of lot of diversity of of programming. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's just it's just a shame. Like if that's if that's what first comes to your mind when you see these announcements, like Mm -hmm. you're a trash human beings yeah like, total. stop yeah. it like that's, you know, that's you said absolutely those two ridiculous words, Aaron, i mean it's pretty much get fucked i mean yeah. seriously it, it, you, there's a lot of two words uh yeah. two word combinations <laughs> what i will say that the positive uh, p- part of that is it, as an admin of two uh pretty good sized criterion groups one much bigger than the other it's great bait to get the racists out <laughs> oh, yeah no kidding i blocked a couple of them this week and and and, and yeah. somebody had a, a carl uh, in, our, in our group had a really nice comment about how i must it must be um a difficult decision to remove somebody but sometimes it's not sometimes it's like <laughs> all right we yeah. found a racist surprisingly easy sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so, so somebody said that uh, criterion had a quota and, oh good uh, god yeah yeah yeah. So, uh, yeah. That, Let that me at uh, Come on. Has left the building. Oh no, they're gone. <laughs> you can find them in the gutter somewhere. A lot of great supplements here. Um, the one uh, there's a documentary, My Father Gordon Parks, uh, made on the set, narrated by his son. Um, mm. That's that lo- sounds fun. Um, and yeah, just a whole bunch of other stuff. There's a, another documentary called Unstoppable, uh, conversation with Parks and Ozzy Davis, Melvin Man- Man Peebles, and others. Huh. Uh, so great, yeah. This this is this is very very exciting. <laughs> I I really I really was wondering if this would end up being a package that also came with the book. Um, it's not, but uh, it was something that I really thought for a moment. I was like, well, maybe there's a chance with this one, but hmm. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to sound too spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's an a- excerpt from the director's book. Yeah, that's great. That's different from yeah. um, Parks' uh, memoir. So. Um, but you know, you know, Doug, you can just buy yeah. the book. Oh, oh, wait, that's an option. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> you could shelve it next to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can mash it into the into the Criterion box. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's move on to the the, the last, which is kind of a biggie, uh, the Red Shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Is this good? Oh, I think so. I mean, <laughs> no. I there's a there's a there's another Powell and Pressburger. I want more mm-hmm. on 4K, which we'll talk about later in the show. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I was going to ask you to ruin that. I think I know which one of that is. But I'm very excited about this one. What do you think, Doug? Is this good? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I am so interested. I asked the question on the gyre or gyre, still don't know how to say it. Um, I'm really interested to know what they're going to do with these 4K or yeah. UHD releases regarding packaging. I'm so <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with it. Like I just that I love that how Mulholland, you said the breathiness of packaging. Just, like, that Mulholland Drive, I just I don't know what to do. I, I know I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get the red shoes, but there's something where I'm just like, I hope there's some sort of package upgrade. <laughs> I hope it's not just instead of a clear case, it's a black case. Because first of all, that'll throw my OCD off like out of control, putting these things next to each other. But I'm, I'm just very curious about that. But honestly, um, I finally took me a very long time to get a 4K player and a 4K television. Mm-hmm. I finally have it, and I have... The only 4K disc I have is that Arrow Demons 1 and 2. Oh so God. I have not watched any 4K. Highbrow. Highbrow show, No, I know. I know. Well, you always remember your first. Like, I remember my first you DVD. You remember your first. Yes. I remember the first DVD I watched was... We'll talk about him in a minute. Dirty Work. Um, and the first I'm Blu-ray I watched... Your dirty work. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh. so the first Blu-ray I watched was Solaris, and I'm I need to choose something now. I do. I think I'm gonna go with Vertigo. I have that Alfred Hitchcock um, set on the way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now I, I'm definitely gonna get this. But I'm just very curious as to how it's gonna look. Do they just swap the disc into the same case? I don't. I know I'm talking about something that doesn't really matter to most. No, everybody it matters. It matters. Now, but I, this I, is the one place where it matters. I mean, oh, okay. no yeah. one else yeah. in the world cares, but our listeners. This is this is the place to discuss. Yeah. I wonder if this they're going to do I like. This is I can't talk to my family about. They have no interest whatsoever. <laughs> they're like, shut my up. My kids hey. aren't that excited about. This. Yeah, this is this is me like agonizing over some release, and my husband's like. Mm. Okay, and wait, Doug- just wait, we don't, why are more movies coming in? We, yep. You just were bitching about no space. I wonder if it's going to be like a digipack situation. Yeah, or maybe a larger digipack, but it's still yeah. format too. So I think it could could be like those old bricks we had um, back I in those days. It. See, so and I would be so cool with that. Yeah, yep. I think it's possible. I think they'll do something special. Because it I think looks they- so nice on the show. It does. Um, so I love this film. It's uh, I love other Pal and Pressburgers more, but this is super special. And I, I think if I were to think about like which Jack Cardiff cinematography I'd mm-hmm. want to see on 4K, mm-hmm. this would yeah. be the one. I'm which, just some, some we're recording on, on his birthday. Today is September 18th, and today is Jack Cardiff's really? birthday. Oh, so wow. happy birthday, Jack. He's great. There's a really good uh, documentary about him. Um, and he's a great filmmaker too. People mm-hmm. forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say Colonel Blimp is up there as oh, well. Oh God, yeah, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy. I, I own the Blu-ray. I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, why would I upgrade my Blu-ray?" Well, the reason is because it's just a, a visual marvel, yeah. and I, I can't wait to have that experience again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I I completely agree, and that's where we all are, um, longtime collectors. What do I upgrade? What do I not bother upgrading? Yeah. I think I think the majority, if not all, of Powell Pressburgers have to be upgraded. Yeah. If mm-hmm. they put out Black Narcissus, I would be 
over oh, yeah. the moon. That is my yeah. favorite of their films. I'd be so excited for that. Um, but this might honestly be my second favorite. So, yeah, I mean, I think there. I think some films we've talked about this before. You know, don't necessarily. <clears throat> there's only, uh, and an episode that's that we've got in the can that's coming out. We talk about this more at length, but basically, you know, there's only so much you can do with some of these films, right? Because the right. the uh, originals can only, you know, it depends on the state of that, right? And so mm-hmm. I think at a certain point, um, and, you know, most viewers on their home system, you know, they're not going to see that much of a difference between right. a Blu-ray and a 4K. But I do think that some films are just begging for this. And I mm-hmm. think pretty much most if not all of the of the archers catalog uh, catalog would yeah. benefit from this and yeah it's gonna look pretty yeah. Yeah. it's Agreed. gonna look so yep. pretty <clears throat> and i'll just put it out there the episode of the can is about restoration mm-hmm. and it's okay. fire and uh yeah. and I, I see it looks like the same supplements here um i see there's introductory re- restoration demonstration with uh our good friend marty marty scorsese papa marty we just call him Marty. We're on first name basis. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if this is the old restoration feature or mm. if there's a new one that he filmed. So I don't know. It doesn't say new or old, or it doesn't have a date. Yeah, that's the only thing I do struggle with is with a lot of these 4K releases. I've been seeing the you know there's no new supplements. Everything is there or everything is on uh, the included right. Blu-ray, right. of course. Right. Um, so nice I'm not saying that that like one more thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's not a, that's not a make it or break it for everything, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. I got like four copies of Jaws here. Do I need Jaws? In 4K? <laughs> I like, mean, I guess the nice thing about this is that if, if anyone's been holding out on upgrading some of, I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, I would probably even go, all right, if everything's the same between the Blu-ray edition I have in this UHD, then I'm going to you know, offload the Blu-ray and, and just you know, sure. save some shelf space. So I don't so much mind if there's duplication there. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know what, I, I don't have, know what point I was means, trying to make there, but you know, yeah, no, no, no. But know, once you, you have it. the means to play the stuff, then it's just, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. something else for me to pay attention to when I'm looking on <laughs> Blu-ray. Right, right. I'm like, Oh, I can start to look at these now too. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I just out of curiosity, I googled uh, red shoes to see what people are selling for on eBay, and um, yeah, there's a lot for sale. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's basically I, I, a frisbee I, now if you own right. it. But if you don't own it, you got to buy this. I'm just saying it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, I'll it. either donate this. mine or I'll take it down to uh, sell it at McKay's, you know, yeah. in Chattanooga. Yeah. And see what happens. All right. So, so that's the month. Well, kind of the month. Uh, we also yeah. got an update. Um, on our November announcements, mm-hmm. uh, our good friend uh, Jill and Jill and I have a special relationship with this this human being, yeah. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uncut Gems uh, got pushed to November. Yeah. Um, and it's now UHD. So tampons and in UHD. Tampons in UHD. That's right. And it also has a new new cover too, and I, I kind of liked the uh, new cover. He's, he's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. No, you disagree that he's happy? No, no, no. The, I, was, the I cover? was just saying the, the okay. line, you know, where he says, I disagree. Oh, oh, yeah. oh gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I yeah. was, uh, yeah. It's and the it, meme. It's the meme. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Um, no, I gotcha. 
I disagree. So the iconic good, right? line from a movie, I disagree. <laughs> There's a few iconic lines from that movie. Yes. Yeah, holy um, shit, I'm going to come. I disagree. <laughs> I'm glad you said that one, Jill. <laughs> okay, Uncut Gems. So, um, yeah, I loved well, it. The, I love that movie so much. Ah. I do I too. I, the thing is, it was, it was a, a, like a anxious ride, I'd say, the first time. Oh, God. Um, and and it will be the second time, but I guess once you get that out of the way, kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, Hitchcock's The Birds. Yeah, <laughs> The Birds you know should be your first one. You know one. what's coming. The birds. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, when we were watching this, I had picked it up right at the beginning of the pandemic when I was shopping at Target and wondering if I was going to die, and uh, I had a cart full of stuff, toilet paper, etc. It's like I was already at like. $300 in the cart because I'm like <laughs> right. buying like rice and beans. Cause I'm like, we're going to be stuck in the house for eight weeks. And, uh, and I was like, Hmm, uncut gems swipe. So I came home with that <laughs> and I was like, this will be a nice relaxing film to watch while the world is, is dying <laughs> yeah. of a mystery disease. And we put that on and I was like, Holy shit. This is stressing me out. And Thomas was like, why are we watching this? Why are we watching this? Oh, my God. Did Thomas like it? Oh, yeah. He loved it. But it was, I mean, I was at one point, like, slid off the couch and was laying on the ground like, ah, you know, very stressed. (laughs) Walking back and forth. Yeah, walking back and forth, pacing. It was like I was watching a March Madness game, you know, like I was just <laughs> I'd stand up at one minute, like walk toward the television and come back and sit down on the edge and be like, shit, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, well, maybe maybe they changed the cover because it's so stressful. So you, I'm looking at the cover right now and this nice man is just looking at He's me and I feel so good. Happy. I almost feel like Bob Ross good. Um, <laughs> so maybe like you just watch it and then put the cover facing you so as a reminder that it's fine maybe in this uhd this new i mean you know i have a 4k of it that you know i bought um but maybe Mm. this new special criterion edition maybe um the safty brothers have have a happy ending for us (laughs) oh an alternative an alternative you're saying this doesn't have a happy ending oh okay (laughs) Well, it does have that short film of it, um, which is I'd recommend um, in Times Square. What was that one? Oh, it's uh, it's here. It's Goldman versus Silverman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, with yes. Sandler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, basically, he plays one of those um, mannequin guys in Times Square. Yeah, um, it was good. All right. Well, so the somber news. We we don't usually talk about uh, tributes unless it's you know kind of a big deal when people pass, especially the last couple of years because so many people have passed uh, just during the pandemic. Um, but some big ones over, since our last episode, uh, of course, Jean-Paul Belmondo, um, he's probably, the, from Criterion perspective, the biggest, mm-hmm. um, Farron would love me saying this, he's the most iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Best pair of lips. Great yeah. lips. I watched Breathless uh, just at, 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 as a tribute to mm-hmm. him. Um, oh, and nice. Yeah, still good. Um, and then Nino uh, Castellanuevo, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, it looks from, right. Uh, Umbrellas of mm-hmm. Cherbourg mm-hmm. and other things. Um, and then Michael K. Williams. It seems like these are all like on the same day. Um, yeah. And Michael K. Williams doesn't have a Criterion collection connection, but he did a closet video in 2011. 
And oh yeah, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that has been making the rounds recently too. And it, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, Such I, a great I, I actor. He, yeah, he's a, he's a TV actor and and some film, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, some great performances. I'll put that closet video in the show notes. I highly, it's like a minute long. He doesn't say a lot. He just reacts. Um, and then finally, no Criterion connection whatsoever. But this one. <laughs> was like the biggest impact to me personally was norm mcdonald because yeah. i just think that guy is the best the one of the best comedians ever so what do you think uh, I, I mean it's a, it, it's a tough topic you know like i said um before we started the show it his death really fucked me up this week just i so much of my sense of humor what is Mm-hmm. is from norm and and he's in that and i was you know i was a huge letterman fan you know mm-hmm. grew up watching dave um late night and then the late show and um you know norm was on i mean that's where norm made his stand-up mm-hmm. debut and then of course all the snl stuff and you know i, I just i i love him so much he's yeah, so agreed. great same yeah. yeah same yeah. here i i really um i guess it's just you know the age i am that is you know i think i think i heard somebody once say that um you always think saturday night live is the best when you're like between 18 and 23 or yeah. something like that so mm-hmm. it, it fell in that time in my life and and yeah. i um you know i i brought up earlier dirty work i think is mm-hmm. a it's dumb to yes. call it a masterful piece of comedy. <laughs> I really think it is. I, I think it's just it's great. It's really good. Yeah, and even lesser lauded, let's say, screwed. I don't know if anybody's seen that. Yeah. It's, that's really, really wonderful. And all of his, he was such a wonderful talk show guest. I loved it um, when he would go on Howard Stern. He was fantastic on Howard Stern and he would just hang around for the whole three hours and make fun of the other guests and chime in during news. He was wonderful. And again, it came out of nowhere. Um, If people haven't, and I don't know if you can find it, I'm sure you can find it online. When he did his Norm MacDonald live podcast, that was brilliant. Yeah. It, it was amazing. There's a two-hour episode with he and Gilbert Gottfried. Everyone should listen yes. to it. It's wonderful. Yes. Hmm. And, you know, he's he's from this kind of old style of comedy. And, you know, maybe not – he doesn't say the right things all the time. Sure. But I think Norm had a um, – I think he had a good heart. And I think mm-hmm. he was willing to admit when he – you know, would say something that wasn't maybe great, you know, and so, and he seemed to evolve somewhat. Um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, maybe we, I can, uh, we can put this in the show notes, but there is a, you know, the, everybody's been sharing the, the moth joke that he told on, mm-hmm. on Conan and that's great, but there is another one he did um, on his book tour um, back in 2016, 2015, 2016. And um, he just tells this long story slash joke about um, a make-a-wish child that the, <laughs> the, the, the wish was, you know, I want to come onto SNL and, and uh, <laughs> what, you know, watch you prepare for your sketches and for weekend update. And he's like, sure. And then when the kid gets there, the kid's really like, actually 
no, I hate SNL. You're still Canadian, right? Because I need you to take me to Canada so I can kill a baby seal. <laughs> and the, just the level of detail. And he just keeps mm-hmm. calling this kid the child. The child and the child. And he goes, so many pills. And it just it's just such a great, you yeah. know, piece. Really wonderful. And Captivating. Just, uh, and yeah. then yeah. you're just like following along. And, the, and he keeps fucking the details up because he's making it up, you know. And then yeah. you're like, wait a minute. Didn't you just say a second ago that his name was this? And, mm-hmm. you know, anyways, we'll, I'll, uh, we'll put that out there so you can yeah. watch it because it's pretty great. Yeah, and again, I know no Criterion connection, but it's okay. We all I don't know. Them. Maybe, maybe someday, what could it possibly? Well, be? Well, you know Dirty what? He did, did a lot of Let's make it happen. He did a lot of stuff for Adam in... Sandler, though, and Adam Sandler's in the collection right. twice. So there right. we go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he's he was in Billy Madison. So if we get that box set, yes. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he will uh, join the collection. So of course, as my wife. Uh, uh, being a Jeopardy champ, you know, you, you, once that happens, you're kind of in the fraternity of Jeopardy um, people. So, like, we're in Jeopardy groups, or she's in Jeopardy groups. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just the tag along. But Turd Ferguson, um, and and <laughs> one of the so that's he was playing Burt Reynolds yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in one of the best Celebrity Jeopardy uh, episodes, and wearing that hat. Eight um, tit. <laughs> yeah, eight yeah, tit. I'll take eight. I'll one. take. I'll take eight tit. And one of the most fun parts of uh, of going to Jeopardy is that like Alex Trebek was totally uh, he loves those jokes and so oh, yeah. and they came That's up great. all the time and he talked oh. about them to the audience it was great so nice. but Norm was yeah it, so funny and I I'll say that he was probably the best SNL news guy and he got completely hosed because his humor is yeah. strange and I, I don't think sure. mainstream audiences they couldn't can really... ha- they couldn't handle him no. Especially no. executives, you know, so no. he got totally hosed. Well, and he was told to quit, cut out the OJ jokes, and he didn't. And he just kept oh, on and on and on and on and on. Yep. And he just did not care. Uh, what was his uh, uh, Seinfeld <laughs> joke? Seinfeld oh. uh, comedians in cars. Oh, it yeah. was about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, and he said. Right. Uh, <laughs> He said the, um, the raping. Yeah, he said, you know, I was talking to Patton Oswalt or he's like, well, you know, what do you think about do you think this is going to tarnish Cosby and Seinfeld? Like, yeah. And then and Norm's like, you know, I was talking to the comedian Patton Oswalt and Patton was like, you know, I think the worst thing about it is <laughs> about all of this is the hypocrisy, you know, Cosby's hypocrisy. And Norm's like, mm, I disagree. I think the worst part was the raping. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says all rapists are hypocrites and he, yeah he, and he's like you know nobody's like nobody's out there like and i love raping <laughs> you know so that, that's what's been nice I, I i this impacted me too but i've spent my week watching random norm clips and mm-hmm. laughing a lot so oh, you yeah. know in a way he kind of was gave us something you know yeah. through this tragedy and i I've, it's been interesting to see it play out um so I didn't realize what an impact he made on people. So yeah, yeah. more norm, just norm go criterion. Thank you. Um, yeah. All right. Should we get back to this? <laughs> yes. Uh, this, the topics of the show. Um, okay. So what we have, we have, um, we have new releases, uh, Mona Lisa, Beast of No Nation, which I'll talk about later and Ashes and Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Um, got anything there? Doug? 
Uh, I have uh, Mona Lisa sitting upstairs. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's been a very long time, but I love the movie. And I may finally watch Ashes and Diamonds. I've had the Arrow release <laughs> for a very long time, <laughs> never watched it, but now I have the Criterion, so I'll probably get around to taking a look. <laughs> and Jill, I think we've talked about these before, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to snag Mona Lisa soon. Um, but the others I haven't seen. Okay. And also, um, I, I think by the show, the, the time the show comes out, we'll also have Love and Basketball and Throwdown mm-hmm. by um, mm-hmm. Johnny Toe. So I'm, those are actually going to arrive in my mail today. Uh, so I'm going to watch one of them tonight. Yay. Yay. Cool. And then, and then we, speaking of Van Peebles, we have that set coming out um, at the end of the month and also Visconti's The Damned. Um, so that's, yeah. that's some big, big stuff. Yeah. Uh, Very what, good. Which, yeah. Do you like any of those, Doug? Uh, I have not seen any of these. Love and Basketball, Throwdown, Van Peebles. I've seen none of those Van Peebles films, and I haven't seen wow. The Damned either. I don't even know what The Damned is about, but that cover is amazing. <laughs> like that is <laughs> that's probably the coolest cover I've seen Criterion come out with in a very long time. Um, but no, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I have the People set pre-ordered. Um, I haven't picked up the other three, so. I don't know. If I'm not broke soon, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you knew all these, uh, the December announcements, because if we had you on this show... <laughs> oh, I'd have no idea. Uh, <laughs> you no, you'd be like I, me. I, Half the time, I'm like, not seen them. Yeah, no, no I, you've um, seen a lot I forget people. who you had on for the Van Peebles, um, and it was a very in-depth conversation about it, and I remember originally I was supposed to come on then, and you were like, I'm going to... There's somebody else, and when I listened to the episode, I was like, "Thank God I'm not there." <laughs> no, I, I, just I, I thought it was scheduling. Um, nah, I'll, okay, well, maybe it was, but uh, <laughs> well, Jill's no, been I'm on not, the show and then not seen all the releases. And yeah, no, it was no, no, fire. no, no. I'm not saying that was the reason, but after I listened, I was like, "It's a good thing I'm not." Yeah, on uh, halfway through, Aaron's like, "Shit, she hasn't seen." All right, so uh, anyway, let's get to some rumors. Uh, there have been quite a few since the last time we talked, um, so I'm just going to run through them. Yeah, um, sure. So w- one thing is, uh, okay, well, it didn't happen, but there was the, the Fellini's and the ship sailed on disc came back in print. It had been out of print because of um, um, uh, Studio Canal, I believe. And um, so we thought that might this might be one of the, kind of like uh, La Strada, might be like a mm-hmm. standalone release um mm-hmm. and it wasn't for december but maybe maybe might might be some point i kind of i kind of liked it um when i watched the felini set i'm afraid I to ask it. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> i have not okay. seen it and then uh in a couple of janus films announcements uh so inland empire i think is the biggest one david lynch um it's weird uh just gonna warn you so seen it Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, me too. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. I, I will watch anything David Lynch puts out. Yeah, same. Um, this may be one of my, you know, I don't want to say least favorites, um, but I already said I love it. So I love anything <laughs> this guy does. I I would be, I'd be interested to see what comes along with this Mm -hmm. meaning Mm -hmm. i know that there's never a whole lot of special features um on his discs but i feel like this i don't want to say needs something else but i feel like (laughs) it it should have something else and i i just feel like 
he's probably got stuff. I know, I know he messed around, and I have this weird disc. It just came in a little plastic, or sorry, a little cardboard sleeve, and it's just a DVD of a bunch of digital shit he was doing at the time and just like <laughs> playing around with weird effects i don't know when i got that how i got that i have no idea but even including some of that little stuff that he did yeah. um with some of the actors and uh you know there was some stuff he was doing with his website at the time that was really really interesting and i would just love to see it be packaged with some of that stuff Maybe put the website on the disc. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Well, this is um, he had some at least one short film around the time. I think it was called Rabbits. So I imagine that uh -huh. would be on there. I um, would hope that Rabbits is on there is in its entirety because that is that's worth the purchase alone. Honestly, mm -hmm. yeah. I took my wife to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? It was, I didn't know. I didn't know. It was my first time seeing it in, it's in theaters. It's a Lynch movie. What do you mean She's you didn't know? She'll never watch another J David Lynch ever again. Oh, oh, man. Oh, except for Blue Velvet. She likes Blue Velvet. Right. Um, uh, I, I love it, too. But the thing is, I remember kind of getting it, but, you know, this is, it's kind of like Mulholland Drive where you'd really have to dig in some. Yeah. And so I'm looking, and Lost Highway is the same way. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to digging in. What it's do you think, nice, Jill? It's a nice little uh, trilogy here yeah. of films, I think. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could actually make that case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, I'm super thrilled. I, I kind of, the, the one thing is um, it's not, I, I forget how it's filmed, not video, not Super 8, but um, <laughs> but not, it's not uh, going to be a UH, <laughs> it's not going to be a UHD because uh, uh, I think it was shot, I think it might have been shot video, was it? There's a chance it was made on a flip phone. I'm I not mean, entirely a sure. Fisher, a Fisher Price. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, shot on, his first feature shot on digital video. So it's low res is all yeah. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. well, wasn't that, um, isn't that what Bamboozled was done on too? Some of, well. The some? Thing is, yeah, I think some was shot on like Super 8 and then the, like the minstrel performances were yeah. film. Were they, film, right. Boy, they looked it. They were yeah, so yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, another big deal is uh, Kiyoshi. This has been um, around for a while. Um, Kiyoshi Kurosawa's Cure. Uh, so some know this Japanese, no relation to Akira. Mm -hmm. um, director has done a lot of horror films. Pulse mm -hmm. is a big one we've mm -hmm. talked about before on the show. And uh, this is more of a thriller, and it's been rumored, I mean, I think literally like 10 years. I think it was a, a clue somewhere or something. It's been, and it's been on, um, on it was on Filmstruck, it's on, mm -hmm. on Criterion Channel. So it looks like we're finally getting Cure. Um, yes. Got anything for this one? No. Uh, I watched this <laughs> when I did finally get the Filmstruck trial. Um, <laughs> I I have the Arrow release of this, and I have the Arrow release of his uh, of his other film called Creepy. They're both mm. very very good. Um, this one's a little slower, a little more methodical. Uh, but if you're into very, very slow burn horror, I mean, if, if you know, if you liked, um, sorry, what was the one you just mentioned, Aaron? Pulse. His other, yes. Yeah. If you like Pulse, you're in, you need to get on this, need to watch it. Um, if that's not your thing, this probably won't be your thing either. <laughs> I think it's faster than Pulse, but, um, yeah, but Pulse is definitely a slow burn, mm -hmm. uh, no, but I agree. If you if you like Pulse, get Cure. Yeah. Um, but Cure is less uh, horror. Like, yeah, Pulse is like bonkers horror. 
mm-hmm. Kira's a little more grounded. At least the yeah. plot is. Um, yeah, I like uh, Kurosawa's work, Kiyoshi. Although he kind of has um, been on a, a cold streak for the last few years. Um, oh, I'm not even aware of what he's been making, honestly. Yeah, maybe I, I might have heard wrong, but I think he's been making films that haven't been too well received lately. Okay. So, I don't know. And then uh, we have another one, uh, Chan, Chan is Missing, by Wayne Wang. Uh, so you might know uh, Wang, is he directed Smoke. That was might be his biggest film. Mm-hmm. This is an early film. Okay. He, he's, he's directed a lot. You'd recognize him. Um, okay. And so that's coming. So it was his first film made for $22,000 in 1982. And he's an uh, uh, American, I mean, he's a Chinese uh, immigrant, I guess, to America. So I think he brings hmm. a lot of interesting perspective. Um, and this is, yeah, so this would, would be that perspective. So, um, okay. yeah, so I'm, cool. I'm in. You, you all? Sure, why not? Yeah, I guess I... <laughs> <laughs> sure, I really, why not? I really don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, all right, sounds good. Let's do it. Aaron, we're just we're following you. If you're in, we're in. That's right. Okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, and one this day is how happen. the how the cult was born. If all we... right, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Chan is missing? Um, all right, so I, here's something I think you, you might uh, dig your teeth into. Uh, there's a big series of Francois Truffaut movies coming in 2022 to BFI, uh, like a big celebration. Um, for two months, they're gonna like they're gonna play everything Truffaut mm. all the time. Um, and so oftentimes, when that happens in UK, it'll come over here. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we get this going. I want all Truffauts. I want a Truffaut box set next year with everything. Yeah. What, I would take say? that in an instance. I yes. mean, can we manifest this? We can I manifest think, it. We just I think mani- we're responsible for Bergman and um, yeah. and Wong Kar Wai. So yeah. So we are manifesting a Truffaut box set. We are willing this into existence. Yeah. So if it's anything like Wong Kar Wai, we can expect it within five to ten years. Maybe fifteen. We want it, ne- we want it next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we All want right. it next year. We are manifesting it into being. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll help out any way I can, which I guess just means sending positive energy. Just speak, yeah, just... speak it. Say <laughs> okay. its name. Oh, God, it's verbal? Fine. All right. Just every day, wake up, more Truffaut, go, or Truffaut. not more, all, all Truffaut. Yeah, okay. Um, so just my, and my then add a, mantra. add a, okay, add a breathy this. packaging along yeah. with it. Yeah. Truffaut packaging. Say it like Oscar Isaac would say it to Jessica Chastain. <laughs> Truffaut box set possible. Wow. Just, that, some, wow. just some ASMR for that listeners. Is, that is, yeah. Goosebumps. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, well, there's, there's been rumors of some of his other work that, like, mm-hmm. uh, for a while, um, was it Two English Women? I think that was talked about. Mm-hmm. Maybe coming to Criterion Wild Child at one point was talked about. And, uh, of course, uh, that, that would get upgrade of all the Antoine Duanel, the entire series. So just um, throw, it, then, throw it in a box set. Okay. Just yeah. throw it in a box and give it's it to so us. It's so much easier that way. <laughs> just do it. Just put them all together, all of it, into a box all set. It. All right. Uh-huh. And make it Let's bigger make... than the Bergman. I want it bigger. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, they, Let's not they, go crazy. They have no shape consistency. <laughs> so and I, I, I think that's a troll, too. So it will not fit on your shelf. I want it in a... In a um, uh, just a plastic a... bag with loose discs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that um, SNL sketch, the 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 bag of glass. 
You know? Yes. You know, just, someone just writes Truffaut on Truffaut. it with Sharpie. Yeah, Truffaut. That's all, you know, that's all we need. That's all we want. Just, just Truffaut. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's possible, actually. The, you know, the boxes have done well. I don't know when his birthday or, you know, any anniversaries, um, but I just say make it happen for no reason. Um, all right, we also have a Blowout might be coming. There was a, a, an article in the Star Tribune. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I said Blowout. It, the article's about Blowout, but they mention his other, De Palma's other great films, and they mentioned that Bl- Body Double okay. might become in the Criterion. This one is a little, I don't know, this one might be sketchy because. You mean, wait, you mean the movie or the or rumor? the rumor? The rumor, the rumor. I mean the, the movie too, a little bit. Um, the movie is I mean, soon to be released. I mean, De Palma's sketchy. I mean, come on. Yeah, he is. Uh, soon to be released as a deluxe Blu-ray by the Criterion Channel. That's that's where hmm. it's. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> is the Criterion Channel going? Are they splitting off and doing a De Palma series? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it could it could just be going to. We only cover yeah. the sketchiest of rumors on this show. <laughs> we cover everything. Um, it was <laughs> body double spelled with some capital yeah, letters was... and some lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> um, although they do reference uh, Rear Window, so bringing it back full circle. That's in the yeah. in that same nice. uh, hitch box set. It's nice that in an article about body double, they reference a good movie. Boom! I hate oh, body double so yeah. much. Yikes. I don't love it either. I, I'll be honest. Um, I do like some other De Palma's. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I will say Melanie Griffith is Carrie. amazing in Body Double. She's. I mean, she only shows up halfway yeah, through. Yeah. She is fantastic in that movie. But boy, as a whole, I do yeah, not. Like I can't. I'm not. I mean, Carrie's fine. I'm just not a huge fan. Oh, Carrie's mm-hmm. fine. I don't like De Palma movies that are De Palma movies. Yeah, like, I know. Carrie's like, great. I don't think of it as a De Palma no, movie. When, yeah, no. Dress to Kill was, was pretty good. Um, yeah, but... I don't, yeah, okay, I don't like okay. That's fine. <laughs> All right. I thought we uh, might have an episode where I didn't get upset about anything we're talking about, but oh, body doubles on here, so... So, so one day we'll do a De Palma episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and, and you and won't be on it. Nor will I. We'll have our own show, Doug. Jill will call in sick that day. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might you might have an anti De Palma. Episode, yeah, we'll like a, we'll we'll run a we'll and we'll have a slightly different logo for Criterion now, just to confuse right. listeners, and we'll have just we'll <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, well that we'll make that happen too. Um, a lot of news, and uh, and the next the next not this thing, but the next one is going to be Jill's going to get excited about. Um, Wong Kar Wai is releasing a new film as NFT. Mm. So that's non-fungible token. Mm-hmm. And I and still don't understand it. I, yeah, I, people I don't explain really want to get it. Into it. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get. It, but I just have to say, you know, it's like the NFT. And I go, okay, what is that? Like, what am I getting? You know? Yeah. And then they go, well, you're get you're getting art and you pay for it and you own it. And I'm like, okay, but why, why is it called this? And what, what are you, wait, what? And then it burns down the, the rainforests. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so yeah, there's a, a lot of controversy about those. Yeah. I, I guess just some like at a high level, it's a way to get funding is it's a new way, way to get funding. I mean, is this something to do mm-hmm. with block? Is it like, what's blockchain? Is this blockchain? Is this Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got, it's that kind of thing. Crypto speaking of, currency. Speaking of um, 
of <laughs> SNL, there was a there was a funny uh, weekend update thing where I, I think it was with actually uh, Elon Musk, uh. and the hosts were trying to ask him what what the fuck any of this is, and he would give an answer, and they would come back and they'd say, okay, thanks for that. What is this? <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously, what is this? Is this crypto something? It, it is. It is. Uh, yeah. So it's tech um, bro. It's it's tech bro. Yeah. Um, and since I work in IT, I I, I get it. But um, but it's a weird thing. But yeah. He, so there's a new one car wide film being released right. that nobody can see probably. I because unless you buy it with no. Actually, we probably would be able to see it. Um, they're just. I don't even understand what, what. I don't understand. <laughs> how would you wait? So how how do you watch it? You know what I mean? Like, what do you? Just, I know we have so many questions. What, I don't how know. do you yeah. watch it as an NFT? I thought it, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. Listen, listeners, go when this episode drops. Please go to our Facebook um, group and write a like a simple like bullet point yeah. kind of explanation of what the fuck this is. I need you yeah. to just for for once. This is the only time I'm going to say this. I need someone to mansplain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that those men are on here right now with you. We 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 banned banned all those people. <laughs> That's the thing. We don't want. Yeah, this don't take just... my silence as me uh, <laughs> thinking that you're not very smart. You're verbalizing all the questions I have had for a very long time. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, so, but if if you mansplain it, yeah, do it. Yeah, at a, like do it in fun. a nice way. It's just I don't understand any of it, and frankly, I think it's stupid. But you, I mean, maybe. <laughs> well, but, well, first of all, be as nice to Jill as possible. You could call me an idiot. Just somebody explain to me what's going on. <laughs> I don't care if you treat me like I'm a dumb child. I just need I some need sort know, of explanation. I need to know what is going on here, and how would I possibly watch a film? That's a non-fungible token. I don't even know what fungible is. I don't know, and I don't know what non-fungible is. I don't know any of this. So just somebody, please, for the love of God. I just I just like you, your explanation or the explanation someone had for you is it's a piece of art that you buy and you can watch. And I'm like, I have shelves of that right now. What's the difference? <laughs> Yeah. So okay, I'm I'm gonna move on because yeah, I, okay. the next, right. I, I need to make Jill happy, and the next thing is going to. <laughs> so we talked about uh, these Pal and Press yeah. burger folks. Um, so uh, I know where I'm going is being yes. restored by BFI. Yes. And maybe you know there's a there's a DVD maybe could indicate that a um, Blu-ray is in the future. Yeah, I really or maybe hope. even a UHD. I really hope. I mean, I would just I would take a Blu-ray. You know. Um, God, I really need it. I love this movie so much, and um, yeah, we need we need an upgraded release desperately. It's a great movie, and it's, I've it's, never seen it. <gasps> okay. <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> well, you might get your chance, Doug. You, oh my God! Well, it's on the channel, so you can watch it on oh, the channel. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's right, like so it perpetually lives on the channel. It lives on the channel. It looks great. Okay. On the channel. So, oh, please watch it. Oh. So, okay. by the way, see, Doug is the only guest that we actually guilt for not watching things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, it, it really is good. It's um, it's set in Scotland, and it's it's a sort of a romance. Um, mm-hmm. Just a really excellent movie. Have you it's, seen it's... Local Hero? Yes. Okay. All right, you're halfway there. 
It's kind of I mean, kind of that vibe. It's spiritual, yeah. it, you know, local hero is kind of a, a spiritual cousin to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it it um and it's a movie okay. that's not really. A, it's hard this, to this it's not really about anything. I mean, it is, okay. but it's it's just it's about people. It's a right. It's just about people. This is me. This is that's going to be the description. Not, okay, <laughs> this is me not trying to be mean. Yeah. Um, is it better than Local Hero? <gasps> oh my god! Oh, wow. Okay, D- Doug. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my well, god! Well, yes, oh it is. God. I'm not it doing is. these things on my purpose. Soul, I have to my tell soul you. just left my body. You I'm not just to trying Jill's to push your buttons now. Um, All right, oh. Doug McCambridge, uh, everybody. Um, let me, I was gonna say your email, but <laughs> right, yes. if, if you want his information, just reach out to me. We'll, yeah, we'll sure. get it to you. you send the hate mail my way. All complaints. The way you right. asked right. that question though was so sweet. Like, <laughs> and then the I, dagger I know, came I, out. Oh my I God. assumed you liked Local Hero, just comparing it to a film that you uh, loved. But then I was thinking, well, maybe. Now I'm scared for you to watch this because then I'm like, no, you should still watch it because my God, Roger lives. Yeah. He could, he just charms the panties right off of you. You know, like local heroes. Fine. I just, I just didn't, I didn't think it was all that great. Have I mean, you watched okay. it again? Like, I was though? Angry have after you, I finished. <laughs> angry. I mean, but have you have you watched it a second time after? No, watching? I have not. Okay, give it another shot. You know what? I think I'll watch I Know Where I'm Going. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's advice I give all the time, Jill. When people say they really hate a movie, I say, yeah, watch it again. <laughs> watch it again. <laughs> Do it It usually now. works out. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> no, but you, you know, something. it's one of those. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Maybe someday, Doug. No, yeah. When, when you're ready. Maybe, just, maybe after. It's just a, I know where it I'm doesn't going. really have a. It's the magic <laughs> of this, you know, island. You know, and Wendy mm-hmm. Hiller and Roger Livesey, and they're so adorable. Uh, and there's a storm, and it's Scottish, and there's dancing. <laughs> okay. And it's just beautiful. Oh, uh, God. Okay. Yeah, so let's make it happen. My wife loves it too, Jill, so when uh, yeah. when we hang, we'll, uh, we can talk about that. Yeah. And the last news we have before we have go to our new segment which is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, the May-, May West set was delayed. Um, it's going to be in um, December now. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm. Yeah, they said to accommodate an exciting new edition. I know, yeah. So, so those pre-orders okay. I've made that come out before the May West set, it'll all come sometime maybe after the first of the year. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, other, other noir set pre-ordered along with mm-hmm. the May West set. Same here. Maybe something mm-hmm. else too. I'm not sure. I, I, I'll wait. I'm fine with that. That's fine. Yeah, there's a, a just, lot just of stuff coming out. give it to me at some out. point. Yeah. yeah. The Shaw Brothers set mm. is coming out at the end of the year. The Full Core, I've already ordered mm-hmm. those. I don't know if, if And they've got some really cool speed. stuff coming out next year. Cool. Um, all right. We have a brand new segment. And uh, we're going to go kind of quick, but yeah. it's called Beyond Criterion because... Frankly, this show is about a lot more than criteria. That's and right. We just spent 10 minutes on Norm MacDonald. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we talk about other labels. Uh, this is just going to be where we talk about something from another label, whether it's a new release, something we have lately, just something that's not Criterion, that's a, a boutique label physical media thing. Yes. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds great. All right. Mm. Guess first. Doug, what you got? 
All right, just a couple things here. Uh, Warner Archive is putting out something called Mad Love yes. from 1935. I don't know anything about Mad Love, <gasps> but just the description of it, where Francis Drake's husband's hands are crushed, and he's like a, a concert <laughs> yeah. pianist, and then Peter Laurie like, grafts a serial killer or murderer's hands yep. onto his eye. The plot alone is enough for me to say, I don't want to learn anymore. I don't want to read anymore. I just want to get this and watch this It's movie. exceptional. It is so good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love um, when Warner Archive does this. That that um, Mysteries of the Wax Museum, that, that's one of the yeah. best things I've seen in the past five years. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so no, you're, you're going to love Mad Love. It's, it's right. just bonkers. So great. And the only other thing I want to talk about is uh, Kino Lober is putting out um, Kolchak the Night Stalker, the entire series. Yep. I have the I have those other two TV films. Um, I remember my mom loved this show so much and showed it to me, like got the VHS tapes, you know, from the video store when I was a kid. Uh, we watched the entire series together, and I'm very excited to revisit that. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. What you got, Jill? All right, so just a list of things. You know, Warner Archive is still going strong, and we've got a pair of Westerns, uh, Santa Fe Trail with Errol Flynn and uh, Olivia de Havilland, and then we have The Naked Spur mm, uh, with uh, Jimmy Stewart. So um, those are great. That's right. And then I've got four uh, Kino Lorber studio classics from that line and these are like the special edition um they just released uh dead men don't wear plaid which Mm. is the uh, let me get this right i think this is the third um collaboration between um steve martin and uh reiner I think it's the third. Um, so this one's great because they, if you've not seen it, they, they, uh, the whole movie is just Steve Martin interacting with all of these uh, classic film stars that they've woven into. So Notorious is in there and all that. So it's great. And then we've got um, Arabesque, Arabesque, Stanley Donnan, uh, mm-hmm. and this Gregory Peck and Sophia Loren. A lot of fun. Um, and then there's two I've got early here in time for Halloween. And this is your aging um, star uh, uh, double feature. And they're both uh, 1972, 1973. So we have The Screaming Woman with Olivia de Havilland, Joseph Cotton, and Walter Mm -hmm. Pidgeon. So a bunch of old Mm -hmm. classic uh, actresses. And then um, we have Scream Pretty Peggy with Betty Davis. And both of these movies are just a lot of fun. And I think those come out like the 5th of October. But, um, yeah, that's what I got. So that's great. cool. Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Don't sleep on that. Um, it's basically a send-up of noir, but oh, like, yeah. it's great. in the most yeah. flattering, uh, kind yes. of like the imitation is flattery. Uh, it's, yes. it's really terrific. It's, I it's remember a s- great movie. I saw it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. laughed my ass off, had no idea what a film noir was. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I'm looking forward to revisiting Perfect it. Perfect homage. Mine is just what I uh, got this week was um, I I splurged and bought the imprint September lineup. Um, have yeah. I, did I talk about this already? I think we briefly touched on it, but okay. on an episode yeah. that's not aired yet. 
Oh, okay. So this oh. is a prequel. Yeah. Uh, well, I w- watched The Straight Story, uh, watched uh, Drugstore Cowboy. Yeah, I did talk about it. I talked about it on the next episode, which is a weird <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so I got nothing. <laughs> all right. Short takes. Um, uh, all right, Doug, what's the criterion you watched lately? Oh, well, Aaron, as you and, and certain people that hang out in the gyre know, I have been trying to watch all my unwatched mm. discs over the past couple of years. Admirable. And my approach, my, yeah, thanks. My approach to Criterion was not very smart in that I didn't go in spine order or anything. It was just me staring at my shelves and looking, <laughs> going, oh, I've never seen this. And so for some reason, I don't know how I had never seen Army of Shadows before. Um, but last week, I popped it in because I realized I had never watched it, and it is as depressing as I knew <laughs> it was going to be. Um, I don't think I'm telling anybody anything they don't know. It's it's super popular. Uh, I think a lot of people have probably seen it. Um, it's Melville's movie about, I guess, French resistance fighters. Um, again, it's dark. It's depressing. It's very long, though. If people have not checked it out, understand you're looking at two and a half hours about um i'm not going to go through the plot of course but there is one scene that really stuck out where they brought the nazis brought these guys in uh they bring them into a room where they and you as the audience assume that they are about to be executed but they have them they line them up for a race and they say that if they race Mm -hmm. to the other end of the wall as a machine gun shoots at them not it's not like they won't be set free. They'll just be able to move into the next group oh and I guess God. do the race again. It is so sad and bizarre and shocking. And I don't know how true this story is. I really didn't read up on it or anything like that or even watch any of the extras yet. I, I really want to. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful Melville film, but it is not one that it's not Le Samurai or even, you know, Bob Lifflinbore, which I will watch those again. I don't know if I'm willing to watch this again, but it, it was uh, very powerful. Hey, Doug, um, sit down yeah. a second. <laughs> I, I have answers for you. So as it happens when okay. I uh, I went to this thing called college and we I oh did an God. independent study on uh, the French Resistance and films okay. about it. Yeah. And this was one of the uh, one of the films that was in in my study. So basically, mm-hmm. it was with, with a history professor, um, and just over a semester, just studied uh, resistance yeah. resistance films. So I know a lot about this one, uh, like more than I can fit in this episode. Sure. I'll just tell you that um, it is uh, Melville was actually in the French Resistance, and mm-hmm. this is a personal. I knew that, yeah. So th- this is all true. I'm, okay. Maybe not all, Jesus. maybe not one hundred percent, but it represents his his uh, you know his memory. Um, wow. I understand okay. you don't love it. I I think it's one of his best. I think it is his best film. No, 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 uh, no. I love I love it. I, I'm just saying um, it was pretty heavy in that you know yeah, i, I will heavy. watch lay samurai again and i'll yeah. watch that many times i just i don't know if this is something i'm keen on revisiting. Yeah, like yeah. i'm really glad i saw it i don't know when i'll watch it again though so i would highly recommend yeah. um if you do re- re- revisit it it has one of the mm-hmm. best commentaries like i'd say in the oh, collection okay. from uh, jeanette Vin- vincendo and she is a Melville scholar, and she unpacks all of that stuff. Um, oh, and wow. so, okay. So it's fantastic commentary. So anyway, oh, that yeah. really is a reason. Yeah, I, I might then, you know, maybe break it up over a couple days. <laughs> but um, I'm glad yeah, to have no, this that's talk, really great. Doug. Um, Thanks. I know. I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned the, the commentary, honestly. I, I just mansplained you into watching it again. I yeah. love, yeah, I'm just sitting here just really enjoying this right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
You guys, I'm kind the, of a pushover. I don't know. I pulled the college card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't tell my students. So this, we're forcing you to watch this, <laughs> and I'm forcing you to watch Local Hero again, and I'm forcing you to watch. I know. I don't know where I'm going. Are you writing this down, uh, Doug? Uh, yeah. And you better report back. Okay, great. All right, Jill. What's your, what's your short? Did take? I say I don't know where I'm going? <laughs> I did. That's the sequel. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> I, uh, it was Peter Falk's birthday a couple days ago. And uh, in this house, we celebrate Peter Falk every day, really. And um, so, uh, yeah, I, I popped in the in-laws. I, I thought about doing, uh, you know, a Cassavetes film. and mm. uh, But I wanted to laugh. So I put on the in-laws. And I love that movie. It's so funny. And uh, yeah, that's what I watched. It was great. <laughs> that that's a great review. <laughs> and uh, if you, I mean, it's it's um, Alan Arkin and and Peter Falk, and they do some funny shit. And mm-hmm. uh, serpentine, serpentine. I mean, yeah. my favorite, 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 favorite part of that whole movie. And I don't want to spoil anything, but you just never know if. <laughs> You never know when Falk's character is is telling the truth, and mm-hmm. there's just this one moment where they're sitting at a at a table, eating, and he just is like, "Do you hear helicopters?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's just acting kind of weird, you know. And Alan Arkin's character has finally just given in to all the craziness that's happening, and he and and you when you start to see Falk's character panic. That's when you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Anyways, fun movie. Love it. I love the little apron he wears. It says I'm loaded with options. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. And you had a great tweet thread just about Peter yeah. Falk for his birthday. Yeah. And, uh, Did you see yeah. the last one? Up or the... I, yeah, I saw that one, too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I retweeted uh, the thread. I was like, I, I don't know if my listeners or the followers are going to read the entire thread yeah. but i sure hope they my, do my my favorite thing about putting together a thread is like you start with like a really good first tweet and then people are like oh this is so great and then they retweet it right and then you start mm-hmm. adding to it and that's when you add in the real crazy shit and you see <laughs> if anybody like retracts their retweet because you can unretweet a retweet yeah and so way mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. in the thread i had found <laughs> a listing it was it was sold out and it was a of a um a <laughs> a painting of uh of peter falk naked um sitting kind of like spread eagle on a chair with he's smoking a cigar <laughs> and um but there's like you know it's edited it's got a little white dot on his on his you know mm-hmm. and um yeah, so I threw that in there, and I was like, with a screen cap of it, and I was like, you know, it's sold out because one of you bought this for me, right? <laughs> so got a lot of retweets on that thread. Thanks, Aaron, for that. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It was a great one. Yeah, I love, uh, I love slipping one of those in there. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, the, the man uh, had, had some hair. That's all I'm going to say. At least this artist's <laughs> rendering, he certainly had a lot of hair. Yeah. There was a lot going on there. Gonna be a hundred with you, Jill. Yeah. My first time watching it, the in-laws. I liked it a lot, but I didn't love it. Um, but you female explained to me I'm gonna watch it again. 
It's and, um, so good. Doug, Doug, have you seen it? Don't break my heart. Yeah, I have. Uh, it is, you know what's funny, um, Aaron? I had uh, sort of the same reaction you did. I saw it a very long time ago, I think like on TCM, and I'd heard a lot about it, and it just sort of didn't live up to it. I got it on uh, Criterion, and I watched it the second time. It was so much better. So, yeah, it, so, yeah you okay. might have to watch it again. Yeah, and so, uh, deal. Local yeah. hero for in-laws. So. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the subtle... The, the, the thing about Peter Falk, the character he's playing, it's, like, it's so subtle. Again, you just don't know when he's telling the truth or not, and I think Falk just... He just plays that. I mean, he's just really fucking good. Hmm. Really, really yeah, good. No. I, yeah, no, I I loved him in it. So I, I sometimes comedy is tough the first yeah. time, especially especially uh, older comedy. So yeah, that's um, fair. I'll I'll give it a shot. Awesome. All right, let's wrap up with uh, our pieces of flair. So everything just not Criterion related that we've seen lately. So Doug, what you got? Sure. I'm going to talk about an Arrow box set called Cold War Creatures. Ooh. They are four films from Sam Katzman. There are four films he made between 55 and 57, so pretty prolific. Wow. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Um, these are kind of like trashy, you know, sci-fi things that, that you might see Mystery Science Theater do. <laughs> um, so they're not of wonderful quality, but this release is really, really great. Um, each film comes with like a 15, 20-minute introduction from Kim Newman. Um, every film has commentary and great, great commentaries. Um, and these are the types of films where the dialogue or Honestly, sometimes even what's happening on screen isn't that interesting. So they're the types of films where even if you haven't seen them, you should just watch them with the commentary. Like it makes <laughs> it all worthwhile. <laughs> but this box set is gorgeous. And it comes with something I've never seen um, before, which is two booklets. One is essays about each of the films, a couple essays about each of the films. And the other one's just an art book. And it's just all sorts of lobby cards and movie posters and stills and things like that. Like, I've never seen two completely separate booklets as well as four films in a box set before. Wow. But, yeah, this is a really, really nice set. And uh, the features are, are fantastic. So if this is, like, you know, trashy 50s sci-fi. If that's your thing, I'm in. doing a great job with this. Yeah, yeah, sound, sounds cool. Well, you know, I love MST3K. And, yeah. uh, and, and I was... Um, a supporter of their latest Kickstarter. So um, very cool. Yeah. Maybe this one of these films will be on it. Um, awesome. Maybe. Well, um, oh, I, I didn't get my short take. No, you didn't. I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Beast of No Nation. It was fantastic, uh, and I'm I'm not going to say a whole lot because okay, I, I want to move on. But it was fantastic. <laughs> I highly recommend. I'm so glad Criterion put it out to get me to watch it because it was just sitting on Netflix, Netflix queue, and you don't always watch what's on your Netflix queue. Just no. saying. Um, so that's where good films go to die sometimes. Mm -hmm. Jill, what you got? All right. What we do in the shadows, the FX series, uh, season three, uh, premiered a couple weeks ago and, and then we got kind of busy. And so we just, uh, were able to catch up on the first three episodes and it is funny as ever. Um, you know, uh, this is a spinoff or a based on the, the film, uh, that came out, uh, I don't remember when it came out, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. And then this, yeah. they uh, adapted it for uh, the series, and um, Matt, Matt Berry is in it. He's one of my favorite 
uh, actors, uh, comedians, so hilarious. And um, yeah, this this season so far is very, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. They uh, they find themselves in Atlantic City uh, <laughs> <laughs> for uh, yeah. So a lot of fun. Do you guys watch it? So I we the the movie is like one of our favorites of all time. It's uh-huh. just such like we've that's probably the movie that Andrea and I have watched together the most yeah. um, multiple mm-hmm. times, and we it it never gets old. Um, and they killed Peter. Oh, spoiler! Anyway, it's still <laughs> funny. It doesn't matter. Pasquetti. Um, Pasquetti. Yeah, there's there's so much, and it's so, so quotable too. Uh, werewolves, nuts, werewolves. Right. Um, we watched the series like the first or t- episode or two, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe just because it was different, we didn't pick back up on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to hear it's good. I have heard good things. So we that would be a good um, a good show for now. It, it gets better as mm-hmm. it goes on, and I think season two was just perfect from start to finish. Okay. Um, but there's a um, Doug Jones. At, um, mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. he has a really hilarious uh, <laughs> role in season one. And he's, of course, he's in head to toe makeup, which is just that's yeah. Hellraiser, Doug Jones, right? Yeah, like yeah, and yeah. and like uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Doug Jones. Yep, gotcha. So it's um, so damn good, Aaron. You got to watch it. It's a great okay. series, huh? and right. I and I do feel like it was a little bit slow. I do feel like the first or second yeah. episode or so, I was like. They're just trying to do the movie, like do your yeah. own thing, and mm-hmm. it doesn't take them too long to get there. But it's it's really okay. great. I'm watching it now, just like you are, Jill. Yeah. And I'm just mad that you have to wait week to week. Like I just, I, I just want to watch the whole. <laughs> it was really great to have those first three weeks banked up, and we were like, yeah. woohoo! And now we're like, yep. no. Mm-hmm. But and last uh, last season had quite possibly like the greatest episode that aired on any network last year wow the jackie daytona episode so oh yeah wow. i mean yep. it, it's really great. It, it's great all right well um yeah, kind of like schitt's creek you know it did not start out as yeah. it, it got Slow. better as it went so yeah, definitely yeah. all right well mine is a little, little more highbrow <laughs> um Ouch. Is, is part of our Oh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Says you, Aaron. I'm getting back to classic films. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm not going to say what we do in the shadows is highbrow, but I love it anyway. Um, so, Touch of Evil is uh, was mm-hmm. the uh, penultimate noir class film. Uh, so, the, the last mm-hmm. noir class is tomorrow, and that was Underworld USA, which was really good and, boy, pretty dark. Um, Touch of Evil is also pretty dark, uh, but it's by this guy named Orson Welles. Hmm, and never heard of him. For the class, uh, he, I check him out. Um, there's a movie coming out of his li- Criterion a little later. Hmm. Um, I watched it four times I, <laughs> over Whoa. a weekend. I watched the whole movie four times. Um, diff- the different versions. Uh, so I even mm-hmm. watched the, uh, the theatrical, which ac- actually flew by because they, they cut, um, mm-hmm. it, it didn't cut mm-hmm. a, like a substantial amount. I think it was like 15 minutes. But it's so much that just when you see the other versions, it just flies by. So I did a crazy thing. Um, I don't do this very often. I put it in my top four of Letterbox list. Um, so it's oh, a, wow. that means it's among my top favorite movies of uh, all time. And I'd loved it the first time, and I'd given it uh, five stars or whatever it is, you know, your yeah. highest ranking. And I don't do that a lot. Um, but I, I just loved it so much. I mean, it's the perfect blend of wonderful cinematography, some really creative shots, um, really interesting nuanced characters, and uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think the best Wells performance, which is saying a lot, because he was a, a, as great an actor as he was a director. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and also just the whole urban um, the the border uh, drama. You, sometimes you don't even know where the, which country the, the characters in, are in, and and their their authority changes as they switch the border. It's just such a such a rich film, and it just gets better. So each four viewings, um, you know, I. I did not get tired of it uh, on, over the same weekend, and I can't think of many films I would uh, do that with. So, anyway, it's good. Awesome. I, I, I yeah. bet Doug hates it. Oh, man. No, I I think um, it's probably my second favorite, and strangely enough, second behind The Trial. The Trial is my favorite okay. uh, Wells film. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I, I love it. It's fantastic. Awesome. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's it. Uh, so, Doug, where can we find um, your stuffs? Sure, yeah. Anybody can find uh, Good Times, Great Movies, wherever you find podcasts. You can just type that in. Or if you'd rather listen to a show about Shit's Creek, Shits and Giggles. That's it. Just find me wherever you find podcasts. But that's uh, there's a guy named Paul on there, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I go, I go by my middle name to my family. And I go by Doug to a whole lot of other people. So it does, it gets, my wife would not call me Doug doing a podcast together. So I had to go by my middle name for that. <laughs> wow. I just thought you were just, you just made up a name. Just no, for the, no, to no, be anonymous. no. My name uh, is, uh, no, my name's Douglas Paul. And uh, since my dad's name is Doug, I've always kind of just switched back and forth, to be honest. That's pretty wow. cool. I go by my middle oh. name too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, fun fact, Jill. Um, you're, I won't say which letters, but you share the first two letters with my wife's Gmail. So, um, ah. and then your next, the next letter in your your email address is um, alphabetically earlier. Hmm. So when I when I forward my wife mm-hmm. some random shit I found on the internet, your name po- pops up <laughs> pops first. Up. <laughs> and I thought one day I am gonna sell send Jill something weird, and she's gonna be like, Aaron, are you okay? <laughs> is this a message? <laughs> are you in yeah. trouble? <laughs> Jill, where can we find you? Oh my God, I'm everywhere. Um, so we got the Classic Film Collective, which is uh, yeah, just type that in, you know, on the Patreon thing. Um, maybe we can put a link there. And then um, I am here at Criterion now. And then I do Drinking While Talking, which is kind of on hiatus. And you can find me on Twitter at Biscuit Kitten. And I just Googled Classic Film Collective, and that was the first thing that came up. So Wonderful. Awesome. So it works. Nice. All right. Good job, Google. <laughs> Yay. Um, I'm at AWS505 on Twitter. Uh, the Facebook group is um, come hang out with us. Just don't be a racist, and you're, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, especially. That's on... asking a lot, Aaron. No, no, no. That... Hey, you know, read, read the criterion comments sometimes, Doug. <laughs> it's not oh, asking too much. Oh, I read them. I, I try and avoid it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you can find uh, the Criterion Cast has a Patreon where we get the early episodes of the P Rakes, and um, and that's it. Have a great uh, day, everybody, and bye, bye, show people. Bye, bye, show people.